You're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to do the intro now. You're gonna have to right. do it. Go on. The, what 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 are we wanting in? We're wanting gusto. We're wanting gusto. Fucking let's get this fucking intro done. Welcome to the Throwback Podcast, episode 29. I'm Ginger Shack, Jack, 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 Jack. And I join the man, the myth, the Murray. Mark. Well done. Well, you might do that. I, I don't know whether we'll go with that same one every week, but it's a great effort. Was, wasn't it? Mark, Rachel had an AG. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm not laughing either now. I've got I've got over that, so that was good. Uh, yeah, episode 29. Here we are. Uh, 29 episodes. I know. Jesus. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Uh, and it's mad because if you remember back to the first episode, the Knicks were terrible and all we did for the first <laughs> 10 was absolutely rip them apart like piece by piece. And they've been on this mad run. Obviously, it got stopped the other night by the Suns, but they've been playing real East, East, Thibs, Tibbs, Tobbs, Tibbs is doing a great job over there with very, very little, really, in New York. But that's not a matter. It's, I know, like, it's the Knicks, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I hate to be the pessimist. But, but it's all going to go to shit, isn't it? Well, definitely. Because Julian... Well, Julian like, we're not talking about, like, a Knicks-Nets-Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, like, we're not talking about that. Oh. Although, to be fair, how how fuego yeah, that would, would be. New York be if that happened? It, it would be brilliant. But, I don't know. I, it's like LeBron put that tweet out the other day. It's nice uh, that, like, he... The league's better off for the Knicks doing well. And I think it is. I think, like, when everybody's back in the arenas, Madison Square Garden's the mecca at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Whether the Knicks were playing... Well, I went last year and the Knicks were terrible. But uh, it was it was still sick in the garden. Like, that doesn't change. But but that but that's the thing. And it's like, there's there's five teams. I'll say five. Five, the, the NBA is better when them teams are playing good. And that's the Bulls. Yeah. It's the Knicks. It's the Lakers. Yeah. It's, it's the, the Heat. And, the and it's the Celtics. Yeah. Like, just kind of that sort of like, I don't know. Like, no, it I just agree. Seems, I agree. It just seems more, like, don't get me wrong, quite happy, you know, Toronto have won it, Golden State Warriors. But those, you know, five, um, those five teams, yeah, you're probably right there. But but I think that's a lot to do with geographical reasons. You know, we're, we're British fans. As you've said, like, if you go to MSG, even people that don't like basketball, the amount of people you've seen, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Christmas in New York with the girls. Going to go in next game. Going to go, go in next game. game. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like Central Park, next game. Statue of Liberty, Macy's. Done. Christmas locked off right there. 
But so yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's nice to see, and, and Tibbs does deserve credit. Like he's never been a bad coach. Like he's just got a historic record for being a bit of a workhorse, and yeah. he you know grinds his. And I said it previous pods. Yeah, it's nice the Knicks are winning, but give it ten games when he's been playing all of his starters forty eight minutes a game, followed by a two hour warm down. Yeah, but you know, he's got a young team though, hasn't he? At the moment, which yeah, yeah, it can work, it can work, it can work on to an extent. And obviously, Derek Rose kind of is there, but we know the situation with Daddy. He, he's kind of limited what he's what he's playing, and but I don't know. Like it, it's good, it's good for the league, isn't it? Do, Julius Randall is definitely playing for next year's contract. Do you know what I mean? He, he he's he's looking for the bag next year, and that's why he's playing this kind of basketball. It's I don't think he'll be in New York next year. I think he'll be somewhere else. Ah, uh, see, I reckon he'll be in New York because I reckon he's going to get that super maxing. You think so? He's selling jerseys. Fans like him. The Knicks yeah. are winning games. They historically they historically bet on shit. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like Julius Randle is having a season of his life. But if, you know, two years ago, if we were talking about Julius Randle as one of the best, you know, bigs in the league or, you know, Fords, you'd get spat at. <laughs> well, you look at that <laughs> Lakers team, you look at that Lakers team with, Bra- we've spoke about it before, with Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, it's looking like we talked about Jordan Clarkson last week, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and they got rid of all these players. Do you know what I mean? They 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 could have had, could have had some team. Uh, and you look at it now, like you said, you know Ingram balling out in in Nola, Randall balling out in New York, John Clarkson balling out in um, you know Utah, D'Angelo Russell still being a little asshole on social media. Yeah, still being a snitch. So some things don't change. No. Some things don't change. Uh, and snitch, snitches get stitches. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what else to talk, especially in regards to the NBA at the moment. It's kind of wind-down season, isn't it? Ready for the playoffs to start. This la- It's a strange time of the season, isn't it? The last it's it's kind of like a weird one. It's like teams are kind of looking like, you know, Oh, okay, we're not going to make playoffs. So, like, let's just start resting people, maybe, and just you know, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, your you, your all star player or your your top players now got a tight hamstring, so it won't yeah. be, you know, you know, left leg soreness, exactly. so that they don't start playing. Um, but one of the things I did want to talk about is while we were on about New York, did you go to the NBA store when you were in New York? I did go to the NBA store when I went to New York. In fact, did I buy Shugs a jersey from the NBA store? In New you York? did. I did. Didn't, yeah, I got him a Mike Scott Sixers jersey when I was in New York. Maybe when the NBA store opens in London. We can go there. We cannot go there. We can go there. Because we only store. support independent brands such as a throwback store. www.throwbackstore.co.uk. Yes. Mitchell and official supplier. Yes. Yes. Yes, but... It's, I will be going, yeah, when it opens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping to, to get to get invited to the uh, 
to the opening, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but that's that that that's my that's what I'm saying. Like that's big that though. That's big for that. That's big for the UK. It shows that the NBA are kind of uh, starting to invest in 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 promoting the NBA over here, not in basketball in general, but promoting the NBA. Uh, so I might up sticks and go get a job as a cashier. I know. Why not? Eh? It will come with a staff discount, I assume. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. I get a job staff discount. I get the jerseys. We take them. You sell them. Shooky, shooky. Yeah, out the back door. Yeah, we could do that. We that that could work. That could work. Definitely work. <laughs> uh, no, it is big. You know, it's 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 a step in the right direction. Um, we lost the game, so yeah. now we've got a store. Yeah, and uh, with the store, I'm assuming it'll come. Events will come with it because I know, like the NBA store in New York, they, they've, obviously it's in New York, but they always have uh, like, like events on there and stuff. So I'd hope so. Obviously, it's just a bit sad that now we don't have the global games anymore because that place would have been lit for like that entire week. Well, we had uh, even like we was we was going to have that game, the March Madness game as well, wasn't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have been that would have been good as well. The, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to that. I didn't have tickets, but I was going to get them. I had tickets for that. That was Michigan. Loads of people started buying Michigan jerseys off me as well because they'd bought tickets for that. So, like, I had. So I thought, oh, I'll stock. I'll like stock all the Michigan jerseys in the UK, and then it got cancelled, and now I'm stuck with a load of Michigan jerseys. So I'm hoping next. To be fair, though. Nice jerseys, isn't they? Yeah, dope. But as far as NCAA go, like yeah. the, the, the there's a lot of top tier of like four, like North Carolina, yeah, Michigan, Duke, yeah, um, and then probably Florida, got, yeah, Georgetown. Florida Gators, Georgetown, yeah, that's just my U- U- UCLA coming, you know, coming in thick with the jump man now, so yeah. So there's some there's some nice uh, some nice Oregon, Oregon. I like or- I like the Oregon colorway, just because it's like well, it's this colorway, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... the, yeah, it's the green and the and the the yellow. It's nice, really nice. Uh, yeah, big fan. Yeah, big fan. I don't know why we've just gone off on this random tangent of, but the Mitchell and Ness drop went well. Just uh, just to kind of because I've not really. I think I seen that you did check in, didn't you? You did message me. I always do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... So it went well, then? Yeah, it went, went very received well. Received well? Very well received. Uh, not too many idiots, which was good. There's not too many... You're selling fake Just a couple? Jerseys. Yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. But you expect that, don't you? You expect... Uh, it's understandable. There's so uh, many fake jerseys out there as well. Like and if people are just seeing like an advertisement because I did a sponsored post on Instagram, if somebody's just seeing that for the first time, automatically in your head you'd probably go, "Is this fake?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, explain. I've always said if somebody offers you a full price, a brand new NBA jersey, whether it be Mitchell Ness, Nike, Champion, if it's under fifty quid, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you probably. If it's too, you know, good, if it looks too good to, to be true. It usually is, isn't it? I think that's kind of the key with that. But yeah, the Mitchell and Nestrop went well. 
well received. I mean, I was I was at the gym. I was at the gym on Wednesday, I think it was last week. No, Friday, and a guy had a Donovan Mitchell Utah Jazz jersey, but like the retro in green, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's legit." But it's not. You've just made that up. It's not legit. When I is, I spoke to the guy on DHL gate. I was like, answer your own question there. Yeah. Answer your own question there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That uh that's not where you shop for jerseys. Uh but going off kind of jerseys and onto clothing and stuff, the Travis Scott is it British khaki, it's called? Yeah. Looks a bit like a cork to me. <laughs> Like they've 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 banged like I seen the advert last night before I fell asleep where they got Rip Hamilton mm. in the advert for it and that and it is like cool look it's a cool color but yeah now we're at the point where there's no creativity with it yeah it's just you're just putting the same thing on again aren't like, you know? like again I'm a go for a pair and a raffle yeah yeah definitely but but, but that's because I don't own any other. Travis Scott. Yeah. I don't and as a as a as a collector, I'm like, well, I'd like at least one pair of something. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of of I don't really like the little pocket on the side. Yeah. Uh but I understand they'll look they'll look nice, do you know what I mean? With the with the right outfit and I'm sure everybody will be wearing I'm sure there'll be NBA players coming out in them in the next couple of days. Now they've been announced. I think is it the 30th that they're dropping. Uh, So now it's been announced. I'm I'm sure there's been NBA players in. I'm sure PJ Tucker's already got a pair and the guys like that. I seen PJ Tucker the other day. Did you see him having breakfast with all the sheets on his uh, breakfast counter? He had loads of different, like, uh, Rashid Wallace kicks, which was which was dope to see. I think he had like four colorways. I'll, I'll see if see they like when they done the uh, Nike Art of the Champion, and they released them high top Air Force One sheets. Yeah. They were probably the ones I wanted most. Like they yeah. banged. Yeah, definitely. They like, did. Sheed is a beast. Yeah, yeah. And the throwback stores got a full size run in uh, the Trailblazer. Uh, Rashid Wallace jersey at, at the moment. So if you want to head over to the throwback store and have a look at those, you're more than welcome to. Uh, if you don't, then don't. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, and I was thinking about this as well the other day. Uh, with it's dangerous. I know. Do you remember we were talking about the Colby's uh Stopping, Kobe stopping. Yeah. Will Demarda Rosen still be able to wear Kobe's and Tobias Harris as well? Because Tobias Harris wore some dope Kobe's. Will they still be able to wear Kobe's once Kobe's no longer part of Nike? Yes, I reckon they will because I mean players still wear still wear T Max, don't they? Yeah, yeah, like people who, but they're still producing T Max is my, my point, and it's like Reebok. I suppose like you're not going to see any new ones. 
But my point being is if they've not got the deal anymore, will they want their star players promoting a sneaker that they're not going to be making any money from? That sneaker will have had, will have come from a reseller, I'm assuming, now at that point, as opposed to coming direct from source. I mean, it'll probably come from Nike. They've probably got a vault. They just can't sell them. But equally, but it's sounding awful. Half of the Kobe's that DeMar DeRozan, PJ Tucker, and all of these guys are wearing, they weren't never able to buy them anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? And that, and that was a lot of Vanessa Bryant's issues. Yeah. And it appears to be that the biggest stumbling block was the Grinches. Yeah, um, it was. was yeah. She wanted everyone to be able to have a pair. And and they didn't mass produce them, um, which I love. I love, you know, like, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on it. Next podcast, we'll have a look. There's certain players spend a large amount of time in Kobe's. Yeah. So I th- I know if, if they're that- not rocking, if they're not rocking Kobe's anymore, yeah. Then- I, Anthony Davis, uh, Ja Morant. They all love Kobe's. These are star. Well, if you think about it, this year there was a solid point this season when at least one game in like one player in every game was wearing the Kobe Bruce Lees. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the Grinches around Christmas. Like I remember, you know, everyone had them on. I remember Jam around wearing them initially, and then they were everywhere. so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I hope so because it's a, uh, you know, it's it's lesser than wearing it to sell it. They're wearing it to honor it, and equally, they're good hooping shoes. You know, like yeah, yeah, definitely. So no. talking of shoes, hooping shoes, and other shoes, the weather's been nice. Yeah. So it's it's get get your kicks out, isn't it? Time it's like. So what do you think are the ideal beer garden like out for the day? Well, even 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 not necessarily out for the day, but even a sneaker that can go from day, having a couple of drinks in the afternoon, get a little bit leery, and then you end up staying out. What kick can bring you through the beer garden weather straight through no brew brew. I think the universal one is the Air Force One yeah yeah so the Air Force One gets my points for so that's my first one it's white clean yeah so if the rain comes a clean pair of Air Force Ones looks smart yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally um, agree. With if you're lucky enough to have a custom pair of Air Force Ones, you're even better. Yeah, like we have. We've definitely got We a- do. Shout out Greg T Customs. Yeah, shout out um, Greg. Uh, but I'd probably say like an Air Force One, uh, a, a Jordan, Yeezy 350. A Jordan One. A, a Jordan One. Technically business attire now. Yeah, exactly. Like you can definitely wear a Jordan one out through the day and let that run through if you end up hitting the club. I mean, I, I've I've got a job interview next week. I'm wearing a Jordan one. I'm arguing it's business time. Have you got any pants on today or sneakers? Um, I've got socks on. What kind of socks have you got on? Nike socks. I've not got any socks on today. 
I hate them shoes. Oh, my favourite shoes. My favourites. So did they, did they come with the pink laces? No. No, I just added them. Uh, they, nice. they are the... What are they actually called? The Nike Air Max 1 FB, but they're in the Yeezy colourway, aren't they? They're like the Yeezy... Uh, the, the, the first Yeezy Nike... They're in the same colorway as that, so the original prototype for that shoe has just been bought for 1.8 million. Oh, I've seen that, yeah, seeing that ridiculous, ridiculous, but yeah, so I'll go even like an Air Max one, like I've got on. You can in the right colorway, you could wear that bit, but I think, like, if we're just talking beer garden, going out, uh, like catching up with friends and stuff like that. I think the Sean Wotherspoons uh, are the summer shoe. Like, I don't think there's any kind of better shoe for the summer. The colourway, comfort as well. They're, they're box fresh. They're box fresh. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, but yeah, but I've I've worn these into the ground, and they they still look like in reasonably good condition and I have worn and worn and worn these to the point of no return so yeah they were really well as well so if you can get yourself a pair get yourself a pair they're a bit ridiculous now on the resale market last time I looked it was like a grand which silly money silly money or if you're lucky you could buy some Yeezy sliders yeah did you get some Yeezy sliders I didn't what I size? Didn't. What size are you? Seven point four. So it would have been an eight. Would you have been an eight? Somebody was selling some the other day. I don't know what size they were. But yeah, yeah I don't I think re- I've seen that on Insta. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. It's not for me. I just like a nice pair of Nike or Adidas sliders. Personally, I've got a pair of Nike sliders I've had for about five years now. Oh, I love, I love sliders. Yeah. Well, like, I had a pair of uh, Bose ones, like Nike Bose ones, when they gone there. Ah, uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the minute I'm just rocking a pair of Adidas original sliders, so yeah, yeah. we've got the Adidas originals T-shirt on, so it's a vibe, it's a vibe. I'm Nike on branding. I was on branding. I was Adidas yesterday, Nike today. Got to kind of keep it, keep it real, haven't you? Like Ian Beale. Uh. I met Ian Beale once. Were you doing the London Marathon? Yeah. Yeah. And keep kept it real. Uh really nice guy, actually. Really nice guy. Uh questions. Moving on. Questions. Oh, what a shame. I was looking forward to hearing about Ian Beale even more. It's <laughs> really nice. Do you know what? It was sad actually because I was doing the London Marathon as a guard as a guy. <laughs> Why have you left? I was doing the London Marathon as a guide runner and he was doing the London Marathon as I'm sure he was a guide runner or he was doing it like with somebody who was uh, like disabled or something like that. And the person pulled out like within the first couple of miles, the person he was doing it with. So he was just like doing it on his own. He was like, I was doing this like charity and nobody knew it with so he ran with us for a little bit like he was just a really nice guy uh 
And if you're watching in America or anywhere in Europe, Ian Beale, <laughs> I don't know how to explain who Ian Beale is. He's on a soap. He's basically the British JR from Dallas. Yeah, basically. He's the British JR, yeah. That's the best way of, of kind Proper of... Big Donny. Big Donny. Right. So we've got a question from Luke Godfrey. Great pod, guys. I finally managed to catch up uh, with the episodes this week. Shout out to you for going back and catching up. We appreciate that. Thank you, Shun. I'm new to basketball and the NBA. Picked a team in the preseason and I'm hooked now. What was the moment that you realised you were hooked for both the game and your teams? I'll let you answer that first. The moment I realised I was hooked was when I was like, I've got a seven o'clock start tomorrow morning. I'm going to watch this game at 3am. Two, two hours sleep for a West Coast game. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Though, um, you know that. And for my team was Derek Rose's game-winning shot against the Cavs. Like, I have never felt jubilation like that for another sport other than seeing McGregor knock out Aldo and, yeah, uh, you know, Liverpool winning the Champions League. So that was kind of like that sort of like, I got the butterfly bit in my stomach, like my stomach went tight. And it, was, it might have been having an angina attack, to be honest. Um, a vagina attack, probably. Angina. Oh, sorry. Go on, carry on. Cardiac issues aren't a laughing matter, Mark. No, they're not. They're not. I've had. I've got asthma, so I know all about uh, issues with your chest. So does that mean that you wear the we you wear the wheezy three fifties? Ah, not a laughing matter. Man, I'm not ventilating. Ting. Yeah, you know the vibes. You know the. What vibe. about you? What when? When did you realise that it was more than a more than a pastime? Well, I played football years uh, and I always liked basketball, I always watched basketball uh, played because we had some courts down the down the road from where I lived, the courts that me and Elliot went to the other day actually shout out to Elliot uh, Quagmire uh, <laughs> Quagmire Firmino uh, yeah so I'd, I I hurt I tore my cruciate ligament in my knee playing football, oh. so I couldn't oh. uh, I couldn't really run properly, and I definitely couldn't kick a ball. And I've I, as a kid, I just had loads of energy, like loads of energy. So I just still went down the park, and rather than <laughs> playing football, I just used to shoot a basketball. Because I was just about to be like, yeah, cruciate ligament, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I used to, I used so to I play a game where they have to jump up and down. Yeah, so what I'd do, I'd walk down the park. Obviously, struggle down the park. This was when I was starting to kind of get it. It was walking on time, so I'd walk down. The did, park. did you walk or did you take like the family mule? Yeah, you know that. <laughs> it was like we're like Amish in Saint Helens. That's why I've got the beard. Amish. Yeah, them as well. <laughs> Fucking Amish. So, yeah. so there are the blokes in Scotland like, what's he saying? He's like Amish. Shugs, he's going to be fuming. <laughs> yeah, so Amish. 
anyway, uh, so I'd walk down anyway and just shoot free throws so I didn't have to jump or and then I'd and then I'd go and walk for my ball, come back. So that's how I kind of got into basketball. And then once my knee got better, I never went back playing football again. I started playing basketball after that. Uh, so pro- properly, I was probably around about 12 when I properly started playing and getting into it. And because my, my cousin was in Philadelphia, uh, it was just a natural choice to just pick the 76ers to follow. So uh, I loved Alan Iverson anyway. So, yeah. So 21 years later, it's literally my life. So crazy, really, when you think about it. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was it. That's how That's how I kind of... And as well, Luke, his name was Luke, wasn't it? You didn't tell us what team you're hooked on. So we need to know that as well. So you said you're hooked on the NBA and you've picked a team, but we don't know what your team is. So in regards to the team that you've picked, if it's the Brooklyn Nets, I'm disappointed. If it's the Lakers, I'm disappointed because they've just won the championship. So any other team apart from those two are good with me, but you can't pick the Nets and you can't pick the Lakers. Are they though? Why? Like, no, obviously I don't want him to be a Celtics fan, but I can understand. Sacramento Kings. Oh, I, I like watching the Kings. Do you like the Kings? I like the jerseys. Jaron Fox. Oh, just not big on him. Whoa! Great, probably the fastest player in the league between him and Jamaran as the fastest end-to-end player in, in the NBA. I mean, it's great that he's fast, but he needs to get the ball in the basket. Isn't he averaging like 20 and 10 or something this season? Not as good as Zach Levine. No, all right. All right. All right. And Zach Levine's not as good as Joel Embiid, so we leave it there. Zach Levine's played more games than Joel Embiid. Zach Levine's that injured. Can we stop talking about Joel Embiid's injuries? We had this last week. It's a big no. I see it again. It's the thing, isn't it? Like I seen today, and it's like double doubles by Nikola Jokic, sixty-one. Yeah. Then it's like games played by Embiid, forty-two. Uh, yeah, but we're only right. Like, cool. Yeah, let's leave him to it. Leave him. To when it. have we counted double doubles? I know, I know, because that's a pointless as well. Uh, it's like when they go like looking for stats. Like I seen one the other day and it was about Paul George and it was just like, just try and find stuff. And it's like Paul George is 0.4% taking a free point shot when his team's down by 22 and he's being guarded by a fellow centre. You know what? It's mad, isn't it? It's It's not even a stat. Uh, But Stu was the one who kind of delved into that on the last pod and he sent another question in. He said, most improved player has to be Julius Randle. See, when people say most improved player, I understand that Julius Randle's having a good season, but he was a good player last year. I think somebody like Christian Wood, who kind of come out of nowhere and he's averaging whatever he's averaging. He's been smashing it, hasn't he, this season? 
he has, but he's playing for a shit Rockets team. Yeah, and Julius Randle plays for the Knicks. Can't say it no more, Mark. They're winning games. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm going to stick with Christian Wood. I think Julius Randle... My, mo- my most improved player is uh, Patrick Williams for Rookie of the Year. I'm most improved player. That's not going to happen, but good, cool story, bro. Or Lowry Marketing, most improved player. Because he's missing less shots than he did last year. Because he's not getting the minutes. He's not going to hear you. If I shout loud enough, he might in Finland. If I shout loud enough, he'll probably be playing for the Riders in two years. So he yeah. might hear me. So, Stu, as first question is, why is Russ not getting the love for what is statistically an outrageous season? Every season, statistically, an outrageous season for Russ. It's just become the norm now that, like, he's that he's gonna just just stack the stat cheaters, and he's just gonna he's gonna have those triple doubles, twenty three this season or something. Yeah, Russ Russ doesn't get the the credit he deserves for the same reason that LeBron doesn't win MVP every year. It's nothing new. Yeah. Exactly, and it shouldn't be looked any different because he is bossing it. He's also on a tragic Washington team, yeah. So it's not getting the reps and the props because people are like, "Well, yeah." I just think with Russ, he's not won anything. Firstly, he's had opportunities, but it's always been his shooting, hasn't it? His shooting percentage—you can't shoot. He can't. Isn't, he average, isn't it like 20, 10 and 10 this year again? Yeah. So he's doing something right. And I love watching him. At the beginning of the season, everybody was laughing at him. Oh, they're not doing this. They've done this and they're not playing well. And oh, the, the Wizards, blah, blah. He's just gone there because they've got nobody else and they're just trying to... Well, you look at the Rockets and you look at the Wizards... I'd rather be on the rock on the Wizards than the Rockets right now. The Rockets has turned into an absolute shit show. So I'm sure Russ is made up that he got out of there when he did. Most likely. Yes. So next question from Stu was, we've had MJ, Kobe, LeBron. Who could be the next her apparent? Who becomes the global face of the NBA following LBJ's retirement circa 2023. It's not Yanis. More chance of my kid winning a chip at the minute. Uh, so this question... I mean, shout out Stu, because, like, I'm going to give him the official... Like, you need to get him a gold T-shirt. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do. Just gonna... because, like, his questions every single week smash out of the park. And generally get the old brain nuggets moving. Um, Obviously, the simple answer would be Zion. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is. I I think it's KD for a couple of years, maybe. Well, he said global for starters. So straight away, the first player that came to my head was Luca. Uh, yeah. Okay. Steph. And and you've got Steph, but I think what he's kind of uh, alluding to is like you had MJ, 
in the 90s. You had Kobe in the 2000s to the 2010s. And then you had LeBron in the 2010s onto the, tw- onto the 20s. I think what he's, who is that player that's going to be, I can't, I don't genuinely think there's a player in the league. I think Steph Curry had it for a couple of years. Yeah. Around about 2015, 16. Uh, 2014, 15, round about that. When he when he went back to back with the MVPs, I think he was becoming that global superstar. Yeah. I think Phil is a global superstar. I just think there's not that play that's like bringing in people who don't even necessarily like basketball or don't watch it. Like you could ask anybody, right, to name. Uh, Five basketball players, and the majority of people are going to say Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. I don't, I, I don't see them going Kevin Durant. Potentially, they could say Steph Curry. And then you've got again, unless you watch basketball, people don't really know who Doncic is. Bonnie James. Again, you, you, that's probably one of. That's what I mean. I don't think there's that play that's come in the league that is that global superstar that brings people in that aren't necessarily... Like Conor McGregor was for the UFC, right? So Conor McGregor was in the UFC. Everybody could name Conor McGregor. Anywhere you go, you could talk to anybody and they'd name Conor McGregor. Do they know Kamaru Usman? Probably not. But they know who Conor McGregor is. But Usman's better than him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it, it's mad. I don't, I don't know who's going to be bringing in those kind of uh, casual fans. I mean, I, I hope I hope years to come it's Zion. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I he's so. got the personality, the markability. Yeah. You know, the hype around him. So I truly hope, you know, he does. And Luca's got the numbers. Yeah, Luca's, Luca's got, got the, numbers. the numbers. But again, Luca's... Lucas Dirk 2.0, literally. Yeah, and he's not highlight real stuff. Kobe was highlight. Jordan was like must watch to TV. Lebr- young LeBron, he was up to his chin on the rim when he was dunking. He was jumping out the building. And I think that's why Zion could potentially be that superstar because of the highlights he will over his career. But you look at, I don't know. I just, I just can't see one being that global superstar once LeBron's gone. But I'm sure the NBA will market somebody into that role. I suppose it all comes with success as well. Like Kobe was successful, that's why he became the global superstar. Steph was getting to that point with with the Warriors. If they'd have won a couple more. He'd have probably broke that mould and become that global superstar. I think if Steph Curry had done a three-peat followed by a couple more, there'd be arguments for people saying he's the GOAT. Yeah, definitely. Like, Like, because nobody won five in a row. No, and Steph completely changed the game of basketball. So, really hard question to answer. Really hard, really good question, though. Uh, I think, like you said, the people that have got the promise are probably your Zion's, yeah, you know, 
your Jason Tatums, your, your young players, Luka Doncic. Ironically, all jumpman athletes. Yeah. Uh, could it be... Could it be LaMelo Ball? No. You don't think so? No. LaMelo Ball will never get a fair whack because of who yeah. his brothers are, because of who his dad is. Great player, though. Great player. Oh, great. Yeah, fantastic. Best, yeah. best ball brother in yeah. terms of player. And, you know, unless you speak to the dad who still says Leangelo is the best. I know. Well, he's not, though, is he? He's an idiot. But Lonzo's no, uh, no mug. He's been playing well this season. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I think this week, uh, Stu's already had a T-shirt, so I'm going to have to send one to Luke Godfrey. So, Luke, if you want to get in touch, uh, hit me up and I'll get a T-shirt sent out to you. And let us know what team it is you picked. Yeah, and let us know what, t- uh, what team you picked. And everybody, let us know who you think is the uh, the next superstar in the NBA because it's a really hard question to answer when you think of the global impact the likes of LeBron, Kobe and MJ have had. Uh, so, yeah, definitely do that. Uh, player with number 29. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty obvious, to be fair. It, it, for my option, it's got to be uh, Bones McKinney of the uh, Washington Capitals, 1951. Well, I, <laughs> I've gone with uh, Purvis Ellison, who I did know, uh, I just couldn't remember what number he was, never nervous Never nervous, Purvis. So I've gone with 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 him. He's another nickname of his is out of service, Purvis. I mean, obviously, I've got a lot of time for Bones McKinney, who was actually born as Horace Albert McKinney. He played at small forward and he was right-handed. Uh, he was 6'6", 185 pounds, born on January the 1st, 1919 in Lowlands, North Carolina. So, you know, big fan. Big fan, big fan. Obviously, big fan. You can you can see that. You can see how big how big of a fan you are. So, with this being episode twenty nine, well done. Uh, the thirtieth episode, we've got a guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Love a guest pod. I know. I do. I really like a guest pod. Uh, it feels like ages ago that we had Mark on. Yeah, like it actually. To be to be fair, though, we did go for that period where we were. Uh... We're banging two pods out a week, so yeah. yeah. Now it's kind of which it's everything's so busy, isn't it? Uh, so yeah. yeah. So on the next pod, we will definitely have a guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but we definitely will. We will have a guest. We've got one. Uh, and we're done for this episode. So we shall see you on episode thirty, where two will become three. Have a great day. Enjoy uh, all the basketball. Buy some Mitchell and Ness merch from the throwback store and that will make me very happy. Ginger Shack's done that again. So I'm going to leave it at that and we shall see you on episode 30. Peace.